In the political establishment system, the people are represented by two separate groups in name, but part of the same political bird. You have Republicans who fail when given the lead in compromise and every turn. You then have Democrats, the oldest racist party in America, bent on creating lifetime government dependency. Wayne, Hutch, and JR will keep you updated and informed with these stories. Some friends of mine were at one of these dinners with him. You know, he's not dumb. He's been having these muckety-muck dinners with very wealthy donors. And they were at one of them. And their comment on DeSantis, who they really liked, I mean, they, they like him on paper, was that the entire dinner, he did not ask one question of anyone there. It was all about himself. He was happy to talk about himself, but he showed zero interest in the people around the table, which is a cardinal sin in how to run a dinner party, how to be at a dinner party, never mind how to run for president. Trump is probably the opposite, right? Even as a reporter, Trump would call me all the time. He'd send me notes all the time, newspaper articles about him. (laughs) And he wanted to make sure I saw. Um, This, I actually think it could matter. States. This America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life? It's an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go. The Wayne Dupree program. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. It's a Monday. It's a whole lot to talk about. Short time to do it. You know how we do it. Jay, why do we want everybody to share the show? Well, you know, hey, first of all, happy Monday, everybody. I don't know if you guys realize this, but conservative media and conservative voices are filtered and suppressed, especially on social media. Uh, The way we beat the algorithm is when you like, comment, share. You give it a like, you give it a comment, you give it a share, and then it forces the algorithm and we help get our message out. So we love and appreciate everybody's support. And anytime you can do that for us, that, uh, that helps get the word out. We appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jay Rod from Minnesota. Woo, woo. Let me also introduce the godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Yeah, I took care of that thing for you. Took care of that thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, there is some breaking news. I mean, honestly, it's some breaking news all over the gut, all over the freaking business. But this is big. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Good for him. Yes. Tucker Carlson. I hope it was his decision. Fox News. I don't think, well, um, right. you know, it's, it's done now. He already did his last show Friday. Right before the right. show. They, meaning, they, but let's go back to Dan Bongino because they didn't let him do his last show. Right. They let, I. they said, I like, like, when he did his um, uh, video to his people, he was like, my last show was last week. So with them not allowing him to do this one, I think Unreal. it's 
I could be. It could be good for them. I, you know what? I'm going to enjoy watching this. This is like Bud Light. That's <laughs> right. what this is. It really is. The people that want to see that, they're not going to put up with it forever. I mean, I didn't want. I haven't watched Fox News since the election. Yeah, well, I haven't watched them in a long time from that. Let me ask you something, though. Well, let me ask you both, as both of my awesome, awesome co-hosts. Is Fox News trying to go back to news and getting rid of opinion? I don't think so. I think Fox News is trying to be MSNBC. I mean, I, I, that's what the effect they're going to have. I mean, when you have Paul Ryan running the show. But could uh, they... But could they craft it in that regard? You know, here's here's the thing that's tough is CNN tried, though, we're going to do real news and it bombed. And of all the people that they needed to fire, even after the Dominion thing, if they fired him, I hope it comes out that I mean, Tucker's got a big enough platform. We're going to hear from Tucker. Plus, he's Daily got a studio. Oh. He's got a studio, too. Yeah, he's got a. Yeah, most people don't know he did his show from his house. Yeah. He never, he never went in anywhere. Or whatnot? His, sec, but. his second house. He he bailed out of D.C. That's where he grew up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or so I mean, I don't know if he grew up there, but he lived there. So you can always go back to the Daily Caller and um, produce his shows over there. Now that he has a bigger following than what he had when he was over there before he went to Fox, um, I'm just. I'm just throwing it out to you uh, because that dominion, we all, well, a lot of people wanted to know, <laughs> how did y'all just settle? You know, I mean, right. that's it. Just, just a, cause they're just both a the same out of a trillion. That's all. They're the same wings of the single bird, man. Fox news wanted the same thing. Dominion wanted. Um, I, I think if you look at the, what you were saying about going to, to news, there really are no news stations out there right now. That exactly. All, right, exactly. That no, do right. all news. You've got one hour of core news, and then you've got opinion right. on yep. all of them, on all the networks. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think that, who would, who would watch that all day. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could. I don't think Fox is being honest. I think, I think Fox is. I can't stand Fox. The people there. If they let Tucker go, I mean, how foolish can you be? Who's next? I, Who's next? There's nobody left. Yeah, no, 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 no. There is, there, there are some names left. You got um, Janine. I look. Last week I heard Maria Bartiromo and Janine Pirro's name floated. So did I, because they were right. witnesses. They were witnesses for the lawsuit. Yeah, I mean, so as well, Tucker, as well as as well as Tucker, right? Yeah. So, and you know, I mean, I wouldn't cry if Laura Ingram was gone. Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> the ones that are left, I don't care about them. Yeah, that's the B team. Laura Ingram got a big old Adam's apple. That's a <laughs> I'm not insinuating anything. I'm just saying. No, I know. I you see it when she's on her face shot. And I say, ooh. I got you. I got you. Yeah, Very and good. I got to say, I mean, Fox News. <laughs> I, I mean, Tucker, I'd watch maybe a little bit of the Fiverr Gutfeld just because it was funny. You know, like. I mean that that network's trash. I don't even I have no idea why why you'd tune in. I mean it's better than CNN, but I mean it's that's... like the whole country. It's like everything everything think of how everything was three years ago. Right. And fast forward to now, it's like everything's out the door. Now they're talking about nuclear war. You got you got congresswomen and congressmen 
and special prosecutors talking about the federal government ought to regulate Fox News. I never heard anything like that in my life in America. The same with the nukes. You never heard that. You know, now you got every college is like a, it's like a cesspool of anger. You know, there's no more, nobody's having fun anymore. Right. Except me. I mean, I'm having fun. (laughs) We're having fun because we, we have, we have bosses, but they're the people that tune into our show. We don't have bosses telling us what to say or telling us what to do. So we we get to live freedom. Freedom. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I mean, honestly, when I cut off Fox, I cut off everybody. I wasn't. So did I. But that was me. I just cut off everybody over there. Oh, well, because, no, I lied. I, I did right, watch right. Tucker. I did watch yeah. Tucker. For me, for, I, um, I mean, because um, I... For some reason, y'all, um, I just got tired of watching the template that everybody was using. Um, black, um, they bring on black folk for racist uh, right. topics. They they bring on uh, uh, young young conservative. Now I'm talking about Fox News. They bring on young conservatives from college Republicans or TPUSA if they want. <laughs> Um, sound bites of 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 anger, uh, like the Tommy Lauren type of stuff. They brought them on for the sound bites of gaslighting and 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 stuff like that. Uh, and then you had your then you had your Hannity and and um, uh, Laura Ingram that talked over their guests, or uh, or uh, you know, I mean, it. Ju- and then you had the morning show. They didn't know where they wanted to go. <laughs> right, you, you see them. They're they're so sad. Yeah, they, they don't know. These, they bring on these people. They they brought on these Florida representatives, congressional representatives, and like three of them. And they're why don't you like Ron? Why don't you like Ronnie? <laughs> and they're like, cause he sucks. I've been trying to get him on the phone for two years. He won't call me. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, oh. Oh, Ronnie, huh? Ron, oh, Ron was in um, Japan this morning. Of course morning. he right. was. Of course he and, was. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he was... そのはい。私の妻も私も日本文化の大ファンでございまして、これからのさらなる。私は Look, at first, at first, I thought he was ch- look. We know how he likes to copy styles. I thought he was channeling Ronald Reagan there for a second. <laughs> well, he, well was ch- he, he was channeling Shaky Frank that sold papers on the corner out here. <laughs> What's funny I, too I, is, is Florida actually has like problems where they could probably use their governor right now. Like yeah. the gas prices are crazy. They got flooding. Like, like they have things that you would want the governor working. 
you would want him like in the office trying to take care of some of this stuff. Meanwhile, he's on his book tour that's not a presidential campaign because I'm not a candidate yet. <laughs> we look, well, we, I mean, I and um, the the memes are going crazy. The memes are going crazy at this. You notice Matter how fact, they're spreading. You notice how they're spreading out. Yeah. More and more people are saying it now, man. It's it's yeah. like we were on the cutting edge, but it's starting to spread now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Watch this one. Can you imagine uh, Ron DeSantis's shadow campaign? And they're like, let's go and, you know, send Ron DeSantis out to... Uh, to show how presidential he looks. And then he freaking does the bobblehead. Oh my goodness. And he's like memed all day long. This is like such a like self implosion, like unforced error. I mean, <coughs> the dude is so stiff and awkward. He's so easy to meme. It's just, uh, wow. <laughs> I will say watching Ron DeSantis run a presidential campaign, like he's just not very good at it. Mm -mm. No, no. He's, he's typical. Not. He's typical. He's typical of Republican politicians. Mm -hmm. He just is. Right. I mean, there, there's a handful of them that are good, but the rest of them are disposable, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and honestly, ladies and gentlemen, the longer he's out there, the longer he hurts his future chances of ever doing anything at the White House. And that means in the back cooking, too. I mean that. I mean he's just uh, to me. He's on Marco Rubio status. I'll yeah. fight to the end to keep him out. You know yep. me too. Me too. Me too. Um, I was looking at a stat this morning. Did you know in 2016, Donald Trump only had 15 uh, endorsements. Yep, in that primary, 15. That's why we like Jeff Sessions so much. Yeah, he because he was the first guy that anybody knew of that came out and endorsed him. Yeah, that was a mistake, but at the time it seemed right. <laughs> and now he has sixty plus already, sixty plus, ladies and mm. gentlemen. It, I mean, come on, y'all, it's over. It's over. I mean, you shot your shot, but you know what? I tell you this. I don't even want y'all back. <laughs> Seriously, I don't even want y'all back because of because of what y'all did to Donald and, Trump and are still doing. Right, I don't want you back. As a matter of fact, I I don't care who. Uh, the polls are already coming out. The majority of the people don't even want Joe Biden. Right, they don't even want him because dude is eighty years old right now. If he were to get reelected, he would be eighty five or eighty six years old. He's going to die in front of the camera. I'm yeah, telling you. I take the oath. <laughs> That's it. You know, he's going to be 85, 86 years old. And look, you know, the thing about it, it's it's so illustrative. The Democrat mindset and the look at his family. They just leave him out there. Yeah. Look at Dianne Feinstein. Look at Fetterman. These people, they, they don't even care. They're so evil. Yep. You know, and that's that's what, it, you know, we talk about Tucker Carlson. He's uh, he looks like he's a young guy up there. I, I, I it's hard for me to understand that he's my age, you know, or a yeah. little bit, a, a little bit younger than me. But you know what, though, let me break in. I looked at his older videos when he was on CNN. Mm -hmm. He line. was young. Oh, yeah. He was young with the 
with the bow tie. Oh, yeah. He was young when he was there. So when I look at him now, I don't look at him as an old fogey, but I do look at him as an older, older guy. Though. I do. Well, that's but, what uh, mm-hmm. he just he just gave the the keynote speech at the Heritage Foundation, and you know the guy is brilliant. He's smart, man. I'm telling. you. Let me just oh, read yeah. two, two quick pieces of this. First, no matter how, because he's talking about us. <laughs> First, no matter how widespread the herd mentality is, no matter how entrenched it becomes amid the mass population, there will always be those voices who do not bend to the pressure of the effort. There will always be those people who have the strength of character, the strongest internal compass heading, that refuse to kowtow to the acceptable narrative. When you see those people, recognize them and celebrate them, hold them up and cherish their strength. Keep it under $600, ladies and gentlemen. Second, <laughs> this is the this is the important part. Second, accept that our current status is no longer a battle of ideas. Our current battle is a contest between good and evil. Once you make this admission, first to yourself, then to those around you, only then can you select the correct armor to defeat that enemy. This is critical even for the non-ethological minds that approach the issues of larger consequence. The war around us is bigger than an argument about social constructs. This is a fight between universal forces, good and evil. That means that's telling you what the freaking trans movement is. It's evil. Yep. This ain't about ideas or freedom or anything like that. This is good and evil. That two paragraphs, he said a ton. Actually, I grabbed a six minute clip from that speech he gave and I shared it on Twitter. And it's really a powerful speech. He's he's like the Democrats are just straight up evil. I mean, he was he was holding nothing back. And I yeah. think that you're going to see, well, you are seeing it already with Bill Maher. You're seeing it with RFK Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you're going to see more and more people just wash their hands. I think, I forget what state it is, but there's a state out there that like five Democrats have changed to Republicans in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Was it in the South, I think? Yes, it was yep. in the South, South yeah. Carolina or North Carolina, yeah. I think. Yeah, they. Um, but that's a, that, that's trending stuff, man. Well, I mean, you know, that trans thing don't play well in Bible Belt states in the first place. Um, and and honestly, it shouldn't it shouldn't um, transfer across across the nation either. It's a disease. It's a cancer, and it's evil. If there's one thing that this country, and I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry to say, if if there's one thing that this country loves. Is taking on STDs. Okay, it loves taking on these as um, the LGBT community. Uh, they rolled into power on the on the back of civil rights. Believe that. They told you, yep. and dared you to say anything. As a matter of fact, they infiltrated the media, and then dared you, brought you on to tear you down if you had anything to say about it. I, I used to remember um, Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews used to um, bring you on to talk about <laughs> uh, wheat, um, the wheat famine in uh, Ghana. But the first question that he asks is, "Do you support LGBT community?" <laughs> oh, jeez. Really? You remember that? I mean, they were bringing you on to talk about the ninety eighth parallel. Um, and 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 um, uh, um, the, um, the rainforest along the equator. But the first question was, do you support the LGBT community? 
because then that took over the interview. So did you didn't even get to the question about what the they thing faked was. you out on to call you into the studio about exactly, it. exactly. I man, I watched it, I hated it. Um, and actually it moved me. Well, when I saw um CPAC that year with um Andrew Breitbart up there, that finally moved me to wanting to uh, to raise my voice. And this is much as out there to anybody is out there. We've been doing it for 11 years. And I, you know, I kind of posted it on my Twitter earlier because I did, when I learned about the uh, Tucker Carlson thing, I posted it on my Twitter thing. Sorry. Is this real? I need a source. Is it? What? It's like, wait a minute. Hold on. I don't put crap on my timeline. Yep. I don't put... I, I don't put that stuff on my timeline. If it happened, it happened. I'm going to put it on my timeline. Now, have I messed up over the past couple of years? I mean, over the past 11 years? Sure. And I apologize for it. But, I, you know, it's few and far between. And I'm like, when other people put it on their timeline, y'all don't ask no questions. You don't. I have a problem with that. And I'm, and I'm not talking about my people. I'm talking about the people that I'm going to clip this to <laughs> and share it on social media to. Y'all have a problem when we say something about the Ukraine war. Y'all have a problem when we say something about Trey Gowdy. Y'all have a problem when we say something about the Republicans. Y'all have a problem when we tell you um, about what we've been saying about Ron DeSantis. You have a problem about these things. And when these things happen, we not, I don't think you could go on any of our shows and we get on here and say, well, we told you so. And we I don't think done it so many times. We don't use those words. No. We just keep on going. All those we things just, that you have a problem with that Wayne just talked about are all confirmed. Yes. Right. It's it's like I mean, you know, look, I look, I I know the truth hurts. I know you want to run away from it. I know that um when that truth gets that shine, boys, it it's too bright, it's too bright. <laughs> just sometimes sometimes just sit down and think about it for a little bit and then say, "You know what? Those guys are right." Those guys Can I are give right. Can I give more breaking news? Go ahead. Uh -oh. Guess who else just got fired? Maria. Sean Tom Lamont. <laughs> Shut up. No. Shut One of my buddies just said it to me. Shut oh, up. Damn, the double. <laughs> the statement. I was informed this morning by my agent that I've been terminated by CNN. I am stunned after 17 years. I would have thought someone in management would have the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I had loved at this network. It is clear there were some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues and I've worked with Bob. I wish you all the best. That's and that's on Don Lamont's official Twitter page. That he won't have next week. That he won't have next week. Oh my God! What a big news day! May, look, maybe they're all. Look, maybe it's an industry thing. Yeah, yeah. They're tired of it. They're tired of this opinion stuff. Maybe right. I don't know. I don't know. But Charles Barkley, yeah, has a has a show at CNN now. <laughs> right. 
Charles Barkley? <sighs> They're going for the straight entertainment just, thing? Just, just remember this, folks. Remember this, and you can have a problem with it if you want. In a couple of weeks, you'll understand it was real. The intelligence community has their hooks in the media. Yeah. So don't don't just assume something. Let's wait and see how this pans out. There nothing happens by accident. Right. Yeah. This is just wild. What a day. It's about time. Bed, and Susan and Rice is out. Yeah, well, you know, she, you know. And I, I'll tell you what to watch there. This is going to be, man, this is going to be crazy. The Democrats can't run Joe Biden, but they're going to they try can't. to. They're going to try to. And I right. think Susan Rice, I was reading about this about a week ago, and the person I was, that wrote it was saying, man, pay attention to what Susan Rice does. That's this. This is because she's the power behind the administration, I guess. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Obama might be a figurehead, but he's no genius. Susan Rice oh, yeah. is a genius. I've always, I've always said that. I've always said that, Hutch. Um, and I know, I know, I know. A lot of people say that um, Obama is running things. Um, I think his people were. His, his administration was. I don't think personally he was. I don't think he's up for it. I don't think he is either. I mean, you know, he couldn't even run his um, homosexual relationship with um with old boy because old boy can't old boy didn't even want to stay quiet he came right. out so you know he didn't even have control over that gay um that gay uh, relationship but uh yeah susan susan rice is out and i when i saw that i was like okay all right plane planes out as chief of staff i mean that's not doesn't make the big news anymore but that happened that's that's like a number Who? one guy Valerie Plain? No, the guy that the chief of staff, I think his name was Plain. It sounded like Plain. Well, I tell you, I Plain, tell you, Plain, maybe. I tell you who need. Look, you know what? I want to bask in um, the Don Lemon thing there for a second. Oh my God, yes. Because um, you've caused a whole lot of issues. How many years was it? 17. You've said. You been, you've been a, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to say it. Because I usually don't say it, and I, um, I want y'all to understand the reason why I'm saying it is because Don Lemon has caused a lot of problems in this country with his primetime network um, and with a lot of things that he's done. He's a bitch. He is. He's a bitch. And uh, what he has done to conservatives that he had on his show. If, I mean, there's video, there's tape. He lined conservatives up, brought them on the show, and then booked two or three other liberals on there, and it was a goddamn turkey shoot. Yep. You know, that's how, and, and, and look, if they can play hard, if, if they can tear down conservatives like that, then I can call them a bitch. Be, I mean, because, I mean, honestly... I saw him and Sheriff Clark one-on-one. He lost. Don Lemon lost that one. He, I mean, it wasn't even close. That's why he brings on two and three liberals to join him, to take down conservatives. I'll tell you something else to think about Don Lemon. Our our previous show last week uh, with Nicole Sy and listening to Miles Guo. Think of all the racial hatred that Don Lemon has put forward on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party in the last few years. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's Actually, where we have to direct all that. That's where it's at, China. 
Yep. You know, and if you ever look to Don Lamont is actually kind of an interesting take. Like I always look at media bias and that's why I watch some of these things to see like how they're programming people go back and watch Don Lamont from 2015, 16, when he talks about the African-American community. Right. I remember I made a, I, I made and shared a video. I found old clips of him and it was Don Lamont saying, you need to pull up your pants. You need to reestablish the nuclear family. You need to <clears throat> do all this, all the things that conservatives agree with. Now, fast forward five years, he gets that money coming in from the leftist organizations that want to help destroy the country. And uh, and all of a sudden, Don Lamont is like, oh, no, I'm not talking about any of that stuff. All I'm going to talk about is systematic racism and equity and all this crap. And and it's really sad because there was once a time where I think Don Lamont could have done some good, especially for the African community. Yeah. Oh, there's a clip. That's the one I was thinking of. Which oh. I watched this. I, I mean, I or yeah, I watched this, and I was like, um, it, it wasn't just the exchange that um, Don Lemon had with what's his name, Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay, it wasn't just the exchange that he had with the Republican. Uh, candidate. It was, I want y'all to listen to his co-host because his co-host tried to stop the exchange and you can see how she was feeling uneasy and I'm, and I'm sure that she went in and told somebody how she was feeling, but this is the exchange. With due respect, I find, I find your explanation reductive and actually insulting, including to black Americans to say to black people today, compared to 1964, 1865, haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured. And the Second Amendment was Black part of the way hold, that Please, way. I cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So uh, hang on one second. So to say that, that black people, say, say what you said again. Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War and is a historical fact, Don, just study it, only after their Second Amendment Black rights were secured. They were not secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not, you, you are discounting the, uh, Reconstruction, you're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African Americans, including the whole reason that the Civil Rights Movement happened is because Black people did not secure their freedoms after the Civil War, and that things turned around. People were tried to change the freedoms that were supposed and to happen. And you know how they the got Civil it? Wars they got their Second Amendment rights, and they actually got, the NRA played a big role in that, but today, down the final... The NRA did the, not play a big role in that. Absolutely, they trained Black Americans how to use firearms. That's, that's a lie. That's at, not. The NRA actually, did not play a big role. This is just historical fact, but down the part that I find... you say it's historical fact. The part that I find insulting is when you say today Black Americans don't have those rights after we have the gone through that civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African American about the rights and what you find insulting about the the, the way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's and what I you and I have the freedoms that black and white that black people don't have in this he, country, here, and that black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate I'm not saying you without me regarding views, you as a black it's man, insulting that but you regarding here, you as a fellow citizen. And you're That's sitting what I think here, whatever ethnicity you are. Explaining to me whatever ethnicity I'm gonna tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American, I'm proud of it, but I think we should have this debate. Black, white, doesn't matter. I think we should have this on debate on the content of the idea. You, you should do it in an honest way and in a I fair think, way. And what you're doing is not an honest and fair way. Okay, it, with, we, we appreciate you coming on. With Thank due respect, Don, I look forward to continuing that conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. We'll talk about China. Yes, it does talk about China. China. You come back. Oh, thank you. Much to say. I'm declaring independence from China. Okay. So the evening now, please. Thank you. Thank you.
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you cannot have in just hours the man accused of. Did you see that? He said, and and you can go now. Did you see? Do you see how his co-host responded? She didn't. He's number like, one, what? she didn't want to be there. Number one, she didn't want to be there. Number two, she was uncomfortable. Number three, she probably went up to the execs and said, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. He was already walking up. Well, he wasn't walking on eggshells, but he was walking on eggshells already for what he did to Caitlin Collins, which I also saw that one too when he overtalked her and 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 basically almost put her down on a junior level. Um uh and she and I think she was in charge of the White House press press thing for CNN. So uh I mean look, look, he's a bitch. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not sorry. Uh but um yeah, I mean I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say I'm sorry for someone for telling the truth like that. Uh Jay Rod from Minnesota, Dupree from Maryland, Hutchville Jr. from Pittsburgh. Right from Pennsylvania, I ain't gonna say Pittsburgh because then they come knocking on your door. So um, they gotta find me first. <laughs> <laughs> you know that 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 Don Lemon thing right there. That that's that's a detriment. That's the Chinese Communist Party stuff. That is, yeah. Okay, you can't right. talk about this subject because I'm black and you're not. Yeah. Now, come on, man. That's a leftist. That's a that's a tactic. That's why you can never have a real conversation because that always comes up when you're talking to a leftist that's black. Or my even thing, if it's a white person. My thing is, we can have a conversation. You might not understand, but we can still have a conversation. You might not understand. How, like, there are things that I see through my eyes that I know that my co-hosts aren't going to see it the way that I see it. Absolutely. But, you know, but <clears throat> and we can have a conversation about it. Now, we might not agree, but we can still have the conversation. And after it's over... We can go shoot the crap and 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 do whatever. It doesn't because we know we know that the the um, the 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 topic of race is a dividing issue from the beginning anyway. So we don't allow ourselves to be used by that topic. We talk about it, but we don't allow ourselves to be used by it. There's a lot of people out there that allow themselves to be used by it, and they don't realize it. They, excuse me, well, what do you mean they, their, um, the topic is used? Look at how they post stuff. Look at how they say stuff. But then they call out somebody else for doing the same thing that they're doing. Okay? That's the way that I see it. But, Look at the indoctrination. You know, the, the country wasn't always this way. You know, you look at the indoctrination. What do they teach in in, in schools and in uh, other organizations? I remember growing up, you know, black pride, proud to be black. I mean, it, it's like been drilled into people that this is the number one first issue. That's not the first issue to me. You know, right. I don't I don't get up and I don't think about what color I am. I, and, and that could be a result of I'm not a minority which I think is what you were talking about seeing through your eyes, uh, right. Wayne. You know, so right. it, it's a different perspective, but I think it's damaging when you do that. When you're first, when the first filter has to be skin color, something as inconsequential as that when it comes to other ideas, you're uh, you're uh, stuck out coming out of the gate. And here's the thing. I don't, right, and like Hutch, I don't think about race the first thing I wake up. 
I don't right. think, I mean, Don Lemon it, does. It doesn't, it doesn't rule me. It doesn't lead my life. Okay. Uh, do I, de- I do I see disparities? Um, do I see disparities? Yes. Oh, me too. Yes. Right. And and right. And it, I mean, everyone, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it's not everywhere. But do I see disparities? Yes. And you should too. Should you say something about it? If the Lord leads you to, that's <laughs> on you. I'm not telling you to, I mean, you, you ain't got to be, you might have to be a freedom fighter if you don't want to. Okay. Now, for me, I've been, uh, I, I have to say that uh, for the 11 years that I have been around, uh, there are times that I've been quiet on some things. I have. I, I, I have been quiet. And, um, you know, I mean, I've had, I have a, I've had classmates. I've had, my classmates watch me. My classmates watch me. That's kind of wild. It is. It's, I mean, because, you know, they let me know. But uh, I think I came to the realization one day that what I was saying, it wasn't what I was saying, it's how I was saying it. Because just because, just because you become a Republican or a conservative-minded or MAGA even, that shouldn't change who you are with the people that you hang around, meaning you should still be able to talk to them, laugh with them, joke with them, watch a movie with them, all, all types of stuff. Now, if now if y'all get into politics, you, you stand your ground in what you believe politically. But it but 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 you shouldn't talk at them or talk over them. They're still your friends because once you start. Once you start taking that high road, you're like, man, y'all don't know nothing. Y'all doing the same thing that the liberals do. And when the liberals do it to you, what do you do? <laughs> okay. You know, conversation over. They're going to do the same thing to y'all. <laughs> you know what? You stupid. You dumb. Conversation <laughs> over. Well, you know what's Paul really Linsky. funny, too? Exactly. Is right. There's a greater difference between the socioeconomic status a lot of times than there are race. I mean, you take a poor white person that grew up like I did, they identify more with an inner city African-American than some rich elitist like Don Lamont. Yeah. You know, he and, and, you know, a lot of people in the African-American communities like they didn't they didn't view me as a white guy when I lived there, worked there. I was just a guy, you know, and it was some of the least racist experience of my life being the only white dude in an African-American community, you know, we were both poor. We were trying to figure out how to get not poor. Like that was what we were all working on together. You know, mm-hmm. that's one thing. You know what, too? I didn't see. And this is how God works, because I really didn't even see it like this until Jay just said something about it. But I really don't see it like, well, I didn't see it like this, but I listen. And sometimes I am late on connecting the dots. But both of my co-hosts, have had experiences uh, uh, with with minorities that other people probably have not, where they grew up with them, hung around them, accepted. And when I say accepted, when I say accepted, that means that there was something along the lines of what they did that showed minorities 
They're not the enemy. They shouldn't be feared. They shouldn't be cast off. They should be friends because they understand we have the same language. And that's all Wayne is trying to tell people out there. And I'm going to clip this one too. That's all Wayne is trying to say is that your language should not change just because you become a Republican or conservative. Because I know that I've seen many times on social media, um, black conservatives are going to say the Republican Party because they can talk to black Americans. Y'all can talk to them too. I, I've always said that. Y'all can talk to them too. You just don't know how to talk to them because nine times out of ten, you probably don't hang around any. You just you know? talk to them like they're people. Just talk to them like they're people. Right. Thank you, Jay. I'm there, Wade. Yeah, Jay, thank you. I'm over here, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, 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 and learn how to speak jive. That jive, man. Jive. <laughs> Yo. For those of us who spend some time in the hood, man, we can do the job talking. <laughs> I, I tell you, one of my retail. There's a white guy that knows how to talk job. Just look at Boomhauer on, uh, on, uh, damn, what's that show? I forgot the name of the show. <laughs> All right. The cartoon. <laughs> oh, damn. I got to say, yeah. for anybody too who hasn't spent time in like an inner city African American community, like at some point in life experiences, it's good. I remember my retail store I was in. And, at Friday night, there would be dice games and a barbecue going on in the parking lot. Don't do that, folks. <laughs> like, Don't you didn't have to go to the casino. <laughs> Don't do that. Study that first. Right? <laughs> oh, no, you just go in there and you're going to get rolled. Like, they're taking all your money. But... Yeah, don't, don't wear all your good shit. Right. <laughs> he, said, he said, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that one. Um, you know... You know you live in a Democrat city, a Democrat-run city. When you, you're listening to the police radio at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, listening to it, and somebody, some citizen, calls the government and says, you got to send somebody over here because somebody got shot in my porch last night and the blood's all over the place. Right. Somebody got to clean this up. I, was like, I just yeah, found man. the body. You just called the police for that? You didn't <laughs> grab the hose? Right. Oh, it is. I literally, I heard that this morning. Oh I'm, my um, god! I'm glad. I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, if if the news not, now, this is big. This is big for CNN. It's actually sort of big for Fox News too. But it's the biggest money maker. But it's I bigger think it's bigger for, for Fox. To be honest, I don't, I don't know. I think it's bigger for. Well, I mean, you know, that's y'all. It's two versus one because I. I mean, Don is going on the money side. Don Lemon, 17 years, though. 17 years, Don Lemon. I mean, Tucker's been there for about 10. Don Lemon has been spewing his crap for 17 years. That's almost like the Republicans winning the House after 40 years of the Democrats right. uh, winning the House. Now, I don't know who's going to take his place. I mean, Jake Tapper needs to go, too. Oh, you're damn right. You Watch and see what the cries are yeah. on the left. It's all racist, man. You're going to yeah. hear it. It's coming. Yeah, and, it's, and it's and it's gay bashing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Anderson Anderson's probably crying right now. He's but, uh, <laughs> Don Lamont's gonna go be on freaking Fredo's show. Um, reports is I gotta say, watched. have you watched any of Fredo's show? Uh, it's Who? not horrible. Who? Cuomo, Cuomo, Cuomo. 
it's not bad. It's really it's not. not. I not, watch a little bit. Not. I'm like, oh, okay, let me yeah, see. It's not bad. And I'm like, if you're gonna consume a little bit of leftist yeah. media, yeah, it's not horrible. I'm like, yeah. God, if you were like that on CNN, that's not yeah. horrible. And and guess what? He's asking some of the right questions. Mm-hmm. He is. He, he. I mean, I watched him. I watched him talk about a couple of things, and he might be still mad at CNN and stuff. But he, but he's asking some of the right questions when he brings. Some he should of have done that up. when he was at CNN. He should have. He should have. But you well, know, here's hey. the here's the problem, though. Money's Everybody drug, on the boy. left, they don't realize that the horde comes for them. You know, right now they're they're all happy and giddy, like the horde's coming for the right and weaponized law enforcement. They're going after the right and all this. They don't realize that as soon as you are disposable, they knock you out too because they don't want anybody ascending. Like the left doesn't want anybody with Tucker Carlson's power on the right. Tucker Carlson has, in my opinion, been transcendent, talking about things that other people don't talk about. And I think he had a lot of editorial freedom. Don Lamont was like, I got to stay in line. Cuomo was like, I got to stay in line. But he was getting too big for his britches, so they bopped him. And now he looks at it and goes, God, like, you know, I mean. He was a little spoiled rich kid. He was. You you grow up and your dad's the governor of New York. You didn't do any work your whole life. Right. You know, especially that governor, Mario Cuomo. Mm -hmm. How come, why is it that every time a Democrat like Bill Maher or, or RFK or, or whatever, whenever they, or Tulsi Gabbard, whenever they announce something or, or say something, why is it that our side has to fall all over themselves? You know, you know what Steve Bannon said yesterday hmm. or today? I don't know when it was. If Carrie Lake is not available to be Trump's VP, I think Robert F. Kennedy would be a great choice. I saw that. Well, what I didn't it? know he said that, Steve but I saw Bannon. somebody on, yeah, I saw somebody on social media is like, what the hell? That's 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 delusion. Yeah, right. Because yeah, he comes yeah. down on one issue. Yeah, you're gonna throw away all the rest of his leftist stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind the guy. I hope he beats Biden. We'd be better off with RFK than with Biden. Well, if they get to Chicago, he will. Well, how <laughs> so about how about something. they're not even having any? Uh, they're not even having debates. Oh, that's kind of like us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Washington, Washington Post said if if Joe runs that they have it on a good source that the DNC will get behind him and pro- there probably won't be any debates. Yeah. Yeah. I think the they've RFK's already announced there it. won't be debates. He's bitching about it. He said it's rigged. They're not no, going to have, yeah. have any debates until after North Carolina or South Carolina, whichever one's first. Yeah. No, no. I read, I read the Washington post um, thing and they said, if he runs, then, then there won't be, um, because they're going to put everything behind them, and yeah, but yeah, I I saw that I saw that from the Washington Post yesterday. Like, oh, okay, there we go. I, I see what y'all doing now. Okay, all right. Either way, you know, they might not put it behind. Um, uh, they might they might not decide to do debates for CNN and the the debate um, commission or whatnot still might do. A debate. I think it's a trend. I think it's a trend. Uh, you know, you look at what the what Rush Limbaugh taught us, man. He said what they want, what they want in the end is no more elections. They don't want to have to worry about elections. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trending that way. I mean, they, they did it in in twenty twenty two. All you kinds know, of races with no debates. My government. Yeah, look included. at the 
look at the Democrat ones. I mean, they rolled Fetterman out for one. You know, <laughs> Katie Hobbs didn't have any. I mean, it's yeah. Colonel Mike, yeah. Ma- uh, Master, what the hell's his name? Mastriano didn't have any any debates that's, either. That's right. been happening for years because out there in California, none of those incumbents ha- have debates. None of them. Right. Feinstein, uh, Waters, really? none of them. And and it's like when I noticed that over the past years, when I noticed that the Democrats weren't having these debates against their upstart, I was like. Can they do that? Can they not have a debate? I mean, can they not just show up or, or 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 and what the news stations would do? Okay, well, if they don't want to have a debate, then we just won't have a debate. No, you're still supposed to have a debate. Just put a podium there with them not there and say they decided they didn't want to show up for the debate. That's all. But you know, I mean that's 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 how to um that's how well the and debates is. are so critical too, because if you're gonna be in office. Part of your job interview, because that's what it is, you work for us, you work for right. the American people, right. is you're going to sit down with a foreign leader and have to hash things out, you know, and, and that hashing out happens one on one. And so if you can't hash things out with a, you know, on a debate stage, like, yeah, you're not, you're not going to be effective. Anchor Don Lemon says he was fired from from CNN after 17 years. DeSantis is struggling to generate support among GOP lawmakers as Trump surges in GOP primary polls. First off, we told you that it was going to happen. You didn't believe it. We told you, like, way back when we heard that you were thinking about running. Don't do it. We told you, know what we told Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But um, your team wants to go out there. Your team. There was a video. As a matter of fact, I'm going to um, I'm gonna put this video down. Because um, whoever created it decided that that it was going to be an anti-Trump video, but um, the way that the way that I saw the video, I was like, "Wait a minute, hold on." Um, basically, what you're saying is that Donald Trump uh, uh, spoke great things about Ron DeSantis because he did. He spoke great things about Ron DeSantis, but when Things when push came to shove, Ron DeSantis didn't have Trump's back. That's what I got from it. Okay. Um, let me uh this is this comes from um let me see, let me get this up here. This comes from Ron DeSantis team. Wait, hold on. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, let me let me get this up here. DeSantis of Florida is doing a great job. We're in a place called Florida, and we have a great governor. Great governor knows exactly what he's doing. Terrific job. He just announced that the schools will be open in the fall. Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, has done a uh, a spectacular job in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis doing a fantastic job. Enjoys very high popularity, and that's for a reason. The reason is he's doing a good job. Governor's done a great job. Florida is down low now in the... China virus. Now, Wayne, why'd you play it? I, I played that so that y'all understand. Trump had DeSantis back. All that's showing me is Trump had DeSantis' back. Why, you know, while, while he was president, while he was in charge, even a little bit after he got out, he still had DeSantis' back. 
when the FBI showed up at Trump's place, DeSantis couldn't even call him. Yeah, didn't even alert him. Didn't say anything to anybody for a week. For a whole year, DeSantis never really, forgive him for that. Yeah, for a whole year after Trump was out of office, DeSantis hadn't said. <clears throat> I don't even think he uttered Trump's name for a whole year. But this is the same guy that 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 catap- catapulted. Um, 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 Ron DeSantis's name up there. Okay, all that video is saying, if y'all get to see it on social media, all, all it's saying is that he was loyal to Ron DeSantis. He had Ron DeSantis's back, and now when things have come push to shove, Ron DeSantis does not have Donald Trump's back. That's all it's saying. Go ahead, Jay. Here's what's really sad, too, is Ron DeSantis, whatever his background was, whatever his World Economic Forum stuff was, whatever his history was, he had a point about 12 months ago where he could have said, President Trump, I love what you're doing. I want to fold in and support your movement. And I mean, Trump 2024, DeSantis 2028, 12-year platform. And Ron DeSantis sold his soul to the establishment Republican. Like he had that moment, even if he was establishment before that, because he did some stuff when he was in the house that I thought was pretty cool. And I like what he did, but he had that chance. He had hit that pivotal fork in the road where am I going to be a Patriot or am I going to be part of the uniparty? And he chose poorly. And now he's getting his ass kicked on the campaign trail. And he chose the red flag. Yep. Just like Governor Lee in Tennessee's doing. Yeah. Let me um let me add this one to a lot of other people have made the point too, but but Kimberly Strassel did it very clearly. She pointed out that this Ron DeSantis war on Disney, um, also now part of the 2024 campaign, shows that the GOP hasn't figured out a way to be anti-woke while at the same time being pro-business. What do you make of all this? Yeah, I, I definitely um, thought that was a great point. I would love to see the GOP get back to its um, pro-business roots rather than getting involved in the sort of cronyism, picking winners and picking losers, which if you really do believe in free markets, then that should be something that you're against. I'm also tend to agree that I'm disturbed with and I, and I don't like Disney at all. I mean, I've gotten in trouble with you know, saying how much I don't like Disney. But regardless, the fact that this all seemed to start after they spoke out against something Ron DeSantis said does give me concern about the government getting involved um, in retaliation for speech. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I think a lot of people think this is this is just all a bit odd and perhaps move on to something else. Tim, uh, we got to move on to something else, but we'll see you later in the show. Look, my thing one of the things that I kept seeing Ron DeSantis do, especially during the pandemic, was he was telling businesses what they were going to do and what they weren't going to do. And I was like, well, damn, that, that sounds like something a Democrat would do. But I kept my mouth shut, though. I, I did. You were I, right, I, though. You were right. All the, all the, all the Republican shut. governors did that. Christy Noem, too. Yep. yep. They, and they then, were like, and then they turn around and lie about it at the end. Say, oh, no, we didn't do anything. We left everything open. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But, there was no I, state like that. But it's like, for years, we've been pushing limited government. You know, uh, you have a private business. You might not be doing right and whatnot, but it's not for me to put sanctions <laughs> sanctions right. on you as, as, as a business leader to hurt your business. Because then that would make me like a boss hog type of um, dude. 
um, down in Alabama or whatnot that I'm going to take away your livelihood because I don't like what you did. Now, look, Disney, <laughs> the mouse pulled one on DeSantis, okay? I mean, um, they said they don't like the gay bill. Ron DeSantis should have been like, okay, so it's signed. Next. Right. You know what I'm saying? Next. Yeah, you, 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 you know, I, I hate Disney, too. I do, just like you know, but I hate what they're doing. The things that come out in the news about the homosexual days and inviting right. all the kids. And right. Well, you know what? You don't do it with government, Ron. Do it like we did Bud Light. Yes. Right. The free market is a free market, and it's free to do that. Yep. Don't spend your money at the gay place. That's all. Right. That's all. That's all. But he's going after them like Ahab and, and the white whale, man. And we all ha- and we all saw what happened to uh, Ahab. And the, the quote of the day: "Don't spend your money at the gay place." <laughs> you need to get that on a t-shirt. Straighten that. Uh, straighten to the point, man. No pretending. Right. You know, we all remember what happened to Gregory Peck and the White Whale. Right. <laughs> at the end of Moby Dick, he was- it ended poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight Will took him down. But I mean no, that that's that's basically what Disney is to Ron DeSantis is Moby Dick. You know, I mean he he just can't let him up. Somebody um see uh, that's the thing though. That that's what we've been saying for months. Ron DeSantis is going after the cultural issues that don't matter. I mean, they matter, but that's not presidential stuff. Right. Right. Presidential stuff is tell me what we're going to do about the CCP, Ron. Tell me about your flip flop on Ukraine after the donors got on your case. Right. You know, that's what I want to hear about. I don't want to. Here's the most enlightening part of the Disney thing, though. So you go in, you take on a a huge multinational corporation, right? And whether he should or shouldn't is one thing, but then they, they just kick your ever loving ass. And you think you're going to put him in a room with Putin? Like, like, like you can't beat Disney, but you think you're going to beat Putin or like, seriously, you're going to sit down across the table and you're going to be negotiating peace in the Middle East. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, is he going to get the Abraham Accords done? Like you can't get, you can't beat Disney. The mouse kicked your ass. Yeah. Peter Pan. Found a loophole. Found a loophole. (laughs) Right. You know, the Sanders boys came in there like big shots, put the briefcases down, sat at the table, and now and then somebody was like, Oh, um, sir, you need this before the meeting. Yeah, sure, thank you. Could you get me some coffee and a donut? Uh croissant, um, two croissants and a donut. Yeah. So what's this? Wait. <laughs> we ain't got no power. <laughs> Wait, what is this? <laughs> we don't. It says we we can't do anything. It says we're Nobody screwed. About this. Nobody told us about this. Yeah, you idiots. While you know y'all are playing checkers, they were playing chess. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? You want to impress me, go seize Smithfield Meats from the Chinese. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, I, I was at the store getting some lunch meat the other day, and I couldn't get Virginia ham because the only brand they had was Smithfield. Really? I had to get Black Forest ham. I'm not buying that stuff. It's good, too, but we need to get ownership back. It is good. That's the best bacon made. Did y'all hear what happened up in Michigan? 
<laughs> cue your Islamic song again? Aren't they doing the same? <laughs> or is there something else? First off, Michigan is the number one state for Muslims in the United and States. And Baltimore just swept the Muslims. You just really? swept, the, swept the Tigers, didn't you? <laughs> look i told you shh because baseball and superstition is, a, is is crazy i i mean okay but um the people up there in uh in michigan are mad because the legislators are allowing a chinese company to come in and how much was it? Uh, the governor is right, Whitmer. Well, yeah, the Whitmer. The legislators has signed it and send it to her, and it passed by one vote. As a matter of fact, um, what are some whores, whores out there? Yeah, they yeah they they're about to um, because one hundred seventy five million dollars. Michigan Senate Appropriations Committee. Um, uh, Let's see, the much-discussed much Goshen facility in Big Rapids, Michigan, received the final approval of $175 million in public incentives uh, <laughs> thanks to a, to a single vote by Michigan legislators. By a vote of 10 to 9, they approved the transfer of state tax funds, enabling state authorities to use the money to build a $2.4 billion plant manufacturing electric vehicle battery component uh, in Green Township um, and creating an estimated 2,350 jobs in Macosta County. Uh, Whitmer is, is looking at this thing as a win, uh, saying it's the biggest ever economic development project in northern Michigan. Think of that, coming out of Detroit. Yep. The, 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 democ the arsenal of democracy. You know, it, crazy? It, it is. It's hard to it's hard to hear this, too, you know, because my city's going through the Green New Deal, too. They got freaking bike lanes everywhere. And I'm not talking about a stripe on the pavement. I'm mm -hmm. talking about barriers that you can't drive on the bike lane if you're in a car. It's unbelievable. And when I remember growing up watching those barges and watching those trains filled with chassis, filled with frames of cars going to Detroit to get the built, you know, just, just thousands of them stacked on top of each other. No wheels or nothing on them. Just the frame came from mm -hmm. here and we sent it out to Detroit and they fish your body and everything else. They all assembled the car. And now we're doing this destructive suicidal electric vehicle that all the profits go into China. You might have your jobs. You got your $20 an hour jobs, but all that money's going to China. I was going to say, that's what the ridiculous thing is, too, is it makes us more dependent on China. They're happy to employ our workers. Damn right. Oh, yeah. For easy. Because they got the money. Did right. you see we have a, another another Afghanistan evacuation situation in Africa? Yeah, Sudan. In Sudan. Yeah. I yeah. mean, 16,000. Still and over there's, there. There's people that wanted to get out. And they tell them they tell them to uh, shelter in place. That and ladies and gentlemen, that's what they told the people in Afghanistan. Yeah, that's that's the exact same thing that Kirk. Look, uh, Tucker's gone. Uh, Don Lemon Lamont is gone. Um, Stelter. 
Susan Wright's gone. Ron, Ron, Ron Klain was the chief of staff I was talking about previously. Now when Kirby needs to go. Yeah, Kirby ought to be arrested. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. Kirby is Kirby's one of those that, like he knows he's lying. He damn sure. Knows. I mean, and 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 I'm um, Gene Pierre too. Um, they know they lying. Right. They know it. But Kirby was a rear admiral. It's different with him. He ha- he should have a higher bar than Kirby than uh, John Kareem, whatever doggone name is. I mean, he was a rear admiral. He, he he when you lie, I remember remember during the Obama administration, Tucker Kirby used to, huh? I said Tucker liked those rear. I mean, not Tucker. Um, Don Lamont liked those rear rear admirals. Um, go ahead. <laughs> Back in the Obama I was wondering when we'd go rear, rear admiral on this. <laughs> Back in the Obama administration, Kirby used to wear his uniform. If you remember, yep. he was a national security spokesman for Obama. He used to come out there and lie on a daily basis in uniform. Mm. This is, I was just talking about the Michigan thing. I'm just going to show a little bit of it. I had somewhat of a prepared speech that I was going to give, but it's kind of changed now after hearing everybody else be able to touch on a lot of the subjects. My concern is, is the chemicals that are here. Also, very from the beginning, since, you know, people want to thank you for doing your job, your job is to listen to us and what we would like. Also, an oath was taken to do no harm. This factory could and will do harm to our community, ran on 100% regulations. It is adding pollution to our area, to our people, to our environment, period. The potential risk that you, and you are allowing felon, the spokesperson, to downplay and to diminish and act as if there is no environmental risk is horrendously wrong, wrong. How these are made, Child slavery, I don't know how God feels about that one, but I know how I feel about it, and it should be stopped there. We should not be backing a faulty, horrendous product to begin with. Where the the mining, the refining, the testing, the transportation, the manufacturing, the completed product themselves, down to the recycling for these, these batteries, nothing is prepared for, nothing is done right, nothing is safe, and you guys want to bypass it all and push it on to us. And guess what? Saying that you can move, there's, there's people and things that you cannot attach a price tag to. I want you to understand that. That's my health, that's my environment, and that is my home, my home, my land, my grandfather built the home. Don't nobody want to sell that. Do you understand that? No, you don't because you're filthy. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that was... a. Um, that was before it was passed. Yeah, that was 10 days ago. Yeah, that was before it she was ought passed. to run for governor. <laughs> you know, and she brings up some really good points. Oh, she did. And, and, and guess what? And she didn't even have a list of what she was reading. She no, this was right up here. Go ahead, Jay. I, I remember when I was in the corporate world and, and you'd be sitting in these big rooms <laughs> and these people come up with these great ideas, right? And then it would be you'd just start with the basics. So like, we want to make the whole country electric cars. Okay, well, how, why? Well, the environment. Okay, so first, how are we going to power the cars? Oh, coal. Oh, okay, great. Uh, how are you going to deliver the electricity? Oh, we don't have the infrastructure to deliver the electricity. How are they going to charge their cars? And then the cars itself, where does this come from? I mean, 
if the audience wants to do something fun, Google where those rare earth minerals that go in the batteries come from. See the ecological Sudan. devastation. Sudan, <laughs> all over Africa. And these are the most dirty, disgusting mines that are filled with child slaves. They're getting paid like 12 cents a day to work in the mines. And then if you think about the car, like almost every part of a gas automobile can be recycled. And if you look at an electric car, you know what can't be recycled? The battery, which is like the biggest chunk of it. So how long till these batteries wear out? And there is zero plan for what you can do to recycle the batteries. So let's see, we have to use carbon to power them just indirectly instead of directly. We have no way to get the, the electricity to them. And uh, we have no way to recycle the batteries that's being built by child slaves. Like So now let's look at it. This is this is when the government, this is when Ron DeSantis starts tinkering with Disney. That's right. what this electric vehicle thing is about. Nothing in the market is saying we need to go over to electric vehicles. This Correct. is pure artificial. So with all of the all of the good arguments that, that Jason just made, mm-hmm. think in the back of your mind, why are they doing this? Yeah, why do they want why does the government want to do this? And then think of what your car means to you. Your car is your horse. Your car is your freedom. Nobody can stop you from getting in your car and driving to another state. There's not enough lithium in the world for everybody to have a car in the United States. There's also not enough money in your bank for you to afford it for half of the people in the United States. So first they'll get priced out. Then they'll get available out, a supply chain out. And now all of a sudden, guess what you have to do? You have to ride to TSA public transportation. (laughs) Right. And you are a prisoner of where you yeah. live. Here's a, here's a, here's another quick one. So I got to finish that line. The Lorex line is unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. Um, each and every one of you have a unique opportunity that you'll never have again. That probably nobody who is set in your position has ever had. You've never been approached with a business deal this big as Goshen. I'm assuming. Um, most communities this size never have and never will. But with that, th- this could be a great project, a great opportunity for the right community, for a hurting community that needs the jobs, that needs the money. But I don't get that feeling here. No. This can be a no. terrible project for a community that doesn't want it. And as you can see, what in the last few months it has ripped your community apart. I don't know if you guys have lost friends, family, how much of an issue this is. Um, my wife and I are from Moncombe County. We've spent the last two years fighting off wind turbines, a project that consisted of 50,000 acres. It was $300 million. It covered 11 townships, um, and it was the same thing. They snuck it in. They told nobody about it until it was what they considered a done deal. And as soon as it went public, the people united. And then this is a great thing to see, but it sucks that it takes something so terrible to really unite us. But, you know, it happens. And, and in Moncom County, the people united. Um, the project's going to fail. Between that, though, out of the 11 townships, five of those townships have had their boards replaced. So that's what it takes is you need a recall. There's another one. You guys are corrupt. And every one of you guys like Jim, you're the biggest liar of all. Every time you open your mouth, you lie. I've heard lie after lie after lie from you. All you guys are like zombies sitting there. You don't care. This guy shouldn't even be on the staff on this. You've got a conflict of interest. Yeah. Right. You guys are corrupt, right. and you're a, you're a coward. 
Jim. You're nothing but a coward. You vote, you vote on everything. You vote on the library, you vote on everything, but you won't take a vote here. And Clark here, well, we're not going to vote. You guys are cowards. You told us that 94% of the people approve. Well, you know what? We convinced them and my wife and I went down to all the streets. 94% don't want it here. But you don't care. Look, look at you. Why, she's right. You guys don't give a damn. You know what? I'm not as nice as Kathy. I think about Jesus when he went in the synagogue and flipped the tables over. You guys are nothing but hypocrites. You go, don't care about this place. You know what? And every one of you guys, look at that guy smug. You're so smug. How much money are you getting? I bet you every one of you guys is getting money for the communists. No. Because you guys, as soon as you get recalled, you guys will be gone. You don't care about this community. And you're all smug. Look at how smug you guys are. Every one of you guys, look at him smug. You shouldn't be honest. How can you let him on here? It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Why are you doing that, Chapman? Why? Do the right thing. Do, do the, they can't do the right You have no conscience. You guys are hypocrites and liars. We should have just removed We, we want, look at these. How many people got, how many people here got a phone call or survey? None, None of them. But you lied. You said 94%. Liar. You told my wife, 94% of the people. Let's run. Show us. Let's see your emails, Chapman. Let's see them. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Out of the bag. Yeah. 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 Woo. What Woo. a spicy day. <laughs> Look, that's what happens. Actually, that I believe that's happening at a lot of these communities. That's why. That's another reason why we say that y'all need to get down to your um, um, community meetings. And find out what's going on. Because a whole lot of this stuff is going on while you're at home. That's right. And you know how you can tell? Because the FBI is targeting people. That's how you can tell. Yeah. They're terrified, yeah. folks. Don't yeah. give up now. Don't give up now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think if... I mean, didn't happen to you up there, Jay? Oh, yeah. People are starting to wake up. I mean, it's taken a while. You know, I was just talking to the wife. We're we're going over to the uh, the <laughs> my stepdaughter's house on Wednesday, and like they're Democrats, they voted for Joe Biden. And you know, last time we were there, they were talking about how expensive their groceries are and how like things are getting bad. And it's like, yeah, welcome to. Which is funny. That's kind of what we went in to talk about the show, like Joe Biden running for president. What the hell is his platform going to be? Record high inflation, race riots. Wars in three continents, like Joe Biden, like yeah, yeah, his son too. I mean, the the fever is spreading too. Walmart, man, they're getting ready to close twenty locations. Is that that's in Chicago, right? No, it's all over the place, man. It's in Arkansas, uh, D.C. on Northwest Street in Washington, D.C. Two in two in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, One in Florida. Across the country, Hawaii. Listen, listen to Illinois. Eight locations in Illinois. One in Indiana. One in Minnesota at the Brooklyn Center. Yep. Uh, One in New Mexico. Two in Oregon. Oh, Portland. Uh, Texas, Washington, Wisconsin. I mean, this is spreading. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, that's what happens when all these people start looting and taking all this and 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 stealing and stuff. Um, Can I talk about that Walmart? They're closing Minnesota too. Please do. So, <laughs> so it was funny. It's right in next to North Minneapolis. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like 
five minutes away, 10 minutes away. It's a bus ride. And it was, they were built it. And it was like the biggest footprint Walmart. Like the thing's huge. It's super Walmart. Super Walmart yeah. They were putting a ton of money into it. And I, I've worked retail in the Twin Cities for a long time. I'm like, I'm like, man, that thing doesn't make it five, 10 years. That like theft is going to be so out of control. And uh, one, one of my acquaintances actually opened the store. And I, I had lunch with him after he was there for like a year. And he's like, well, let's see, we have two police officers at each door and uh, like police, not just your Walmart door greeter, but like police. And and the shrink was like 10 percent, which for retail is like if you're over one or two percent, like the, it's, the it's, leakage. Yeah. And, and it was uh, and it was funny because I remember talking to one of my buddies that lived kind of in the North Minneapolis area. And I'm like, yeah, they'll close that thing. It'll be like five, 10 years. He's like, no way. They just like that is the most state of the art Walmart ever built. They just built it. I'm like, they're going to lose that much money because mm -hmm. of the crime and the theft and just you won't be able to staff and just all those reasons. And the ramifications of these woke executives or they don't care if they, I'm not saying they don't care, but they're not going to close it because it loses money. They're just going to make the ones that are successful pay their bills. It's communism. Right. Meritocracy's well, I, out the door, man. I will say, though, in from a retail perspective, some of these urban stores just lose so much money. Yeah. That, and, and it's not even how much money they lose. It's you can't even staff them. I mean, nobody wants to go down there. Like, you don't want to put your life on the line to work at Walmart, you know? I think the and one in Chicago lost money for 17 years. From the wow. day they built it, it lost money. Right. And they kept it alive just out of wokeness. Wow. Well, and in a lot of them, too, we talked about it with the public assistance in some of these urban areas. The level of public assistance that people are receiving is so high that to get them to work, you have to pay way above that. You know, you could hire somebody in the suburbs, part-time employee, 10, 11 bucks an hour. You were paying them 16 in the inner city because they're like, well, I can just tap into all these different local programs. And why would I, why would I work for 10? I got to give up all this other stuff. This is almost like, like black money, man. This is rice what is, else out? is gonna drop today. What? Like this rice is crazy. Out, tuckers out, lemons out, um Walmart's out. Well, yeah, Walmart's out. Um and and Twitter is giving blue checks dead uh, dead celebrities. That's a Democrat move, y'all. By the way, um, <laughs> you take you take blue checks from people and then you give them to dead dead people. Good one. Um, I gotta say the check mark thing I thought was funny. Yeah, I, I I mean honestly, I see him. I don't know. Again, I, 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 I just can't do it. I can't praise him. I can't praise. I can praise Trump. I can't praise Elon. I can't. I can't. I mean, there's just something about him. Just, I mean, look. If you want to kill the company, kill the company. Take it off. Take it off the. Uh, take it off the app store. Just move it. Just. I mean, you already destroyed it. It's almost like what Don, what Don Trump did to um, Bannon. Uh, Dude, you 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 killing it. Well, for those who didn't hear the story, Elon got rid of blue check marks for like journalists. Like you used to, if you were a real journalist or whatnot, got to get a blue check mark. Elon made it a subscription service. But then the journalists that chose not to pay for the service lost their check mark. 
And so one day everybody loses their mind. And the next day Elon starts paying for check marks. So, so one day like Stephen King is ranting, like, I can't believe my blue check mark, Elon, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day Elon paid for it. His blue check mark showed up. So Stephen King tweets like, I don't know why I'm not paying for this check mark. And Elon's like, you're welcome. He paid for Stephen King's, William Shatner's and somebody else. Then they start complaining that they got their check mark back. So I would too. I would too, because they said they weren't going to pay for it. And then their check marks appeared back and, and their fans are like, okay, well, if you're going to pay for it, then I'll go ahead and pay for it. And they were like, we didn't pay for it. Right. They just, they just put it back on here. And it's like, I, I understand what I understand what Elon is doing. And it's a manipulative type of thing where he's putting these check marks back on these people. But the people are coming. I didn't pay for this. I And I ain't going to pay for it. You know, so it's like, okay, so if you're going to take the check marks off people, but you're going to buy it and give it to some people, what does that say to the people that bought it? It's like, wait a minute. I mean, we pay for ours. Why do you buy ours? You know, it's like, but why don't you just give it to everybody and just. It's like whatever happened to to freeing everybody. Yeah. If you're not a criminal and you're not a bot, you were supposed to, you said you were going to. Release everybody. You never released me. Yeah. I'm just still in Twitter jail. You know? Yeah. I mean, um, who is it? Uh, somebody, a fake account, got a gold tip, a gold mark, after posting violence and profanities. It's like, dude, if you don't look, if you don't know how to take care of it, just give it to somebody else. Just take your $20 billion loss because uh, you already got rockets exploding. Uh, find out what's going on with SpaceX. Fix Tesla and do your thing because I mean, look, I mean, um, what's it called? Adulation is a drug. I mean, uh, it's a drug, man. It's a drug. Uh, I remember talking to somebody a while back. They were a liberal. They they uh, decided that, that they were going to say some good things about Trump. Next thing you know, they were getting hundreds of thousands of people following just like that. All they say was great things about Trump on the timelines after that. People were retweeting them. We get like 2,000, 3,000 retweets in a matter of an hour. They were getting it. It was a celebrity, too. They were getting 10. I was like, and I texted them, too. I was like, it's addicting, isn't it? What the hell do you mean? Is it? He got mad at me because I was like, I see what you're doing. They don't. I do. But it's addicting, though. You, you type something about Trump. Because I, I, because that's something that we've been has seen from day one. We saw people rushing to retweet Trump, and then they get thousands and thousands of retweets, and then their name becomes popular. These are the preachers and stuff that are out there now. But um, they get all popular and stuff. So then a couple of days later, he 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 apologized for for cursing me out. I was like, I, I didn't take it personal. I I see it. You know, we're like the crow that's up on the up on the mountain. We look down, we see stuff. Reminds me of when we're driving on the street and we see all those birds up there. Like you start thinking, what do they what do they think? <laughs> you know, it's like they're sitting out there and they're watching all these cars go by every day. They don't move. They you know, and they're just looking at us. It's like, what do they think? Either way. Do you think, Elon? I mean, look, you 
you um uh, uh I'm just I'm just uh, now I I did post something about it and some people that had bought it didn't like it. They didn't like it. They were like, you know, well, maybe I won't resubscribe if he's just giving them if he's buying it for other people. Um but you know, that's that's just something that we see. A lot of people have been fired today, but we have not. We we should be finding out some information by the end of this week. I want to um, uh, let y'all know that we're going to have some information. Just hold on just for a little bit. You know what, too? I thought about I thought about these moves with um, uh, Bongino and Tucker. I don't know if anybody else. I think probably some more people. But uh, they got another lawsuit coming up. You got Smartomatic. Yep. And Smartomatic says, we're going for a jugular. Smartomatic said, Dominion let y'all go. They let y'all off scot-free. And here's the thing. (laughs) Scot-free for almost a billion dollars. Hey, it could have been almost two. Yeah, I got to say, what's the difference between one and 1.6? Look at y'all. Look at y'all billionaires. Really? I'm not a billionaire, but I'm just saying. $600 million. It's a lot of money, but is that enough to bankrupt them? Uh, They're never going to go bankrupt. Yeah, but still. It has nothing to do with Fox News. It has to do with the stupid shows they play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and guess what? That was their stupid decision. That was their stupid decision. Nobody told y'all to go understand y'all hire Tucker uh, to replace Bill O'Reilly. Okay, that's whatever. But nobody nobody told y'all to become an opinion network. Y'all were doing just fine as news and bringing the journalists on. Y'all were doing fine until y'all got rid of your journalists and, and then made a social media uh, department. And the election. And, I mean, the debates in 2016 or 2015. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the election in 20... Oh, it was horrible. That was a death. That was the start of the downfall right there. Yeah. That that was the start of the downfall, the way that they went after Donald Trump. That opened some people's eyes. I know it did mine. To um, Megyn Kelly and Brett Bear and uh, Chris that Wallace. Whole, that whole panel, too. Yeah. They were like, they were, like, they were all Lincoln Project guys. Wait, yep. Why y'all treating him like that? You know what I'm saying? Why y'all treating him like that? And and then it's like every time Chris Wallace came on, he was like, oh, here we go. Yep. Here we go. Then they had the candidate casino with Crowdhammer. And I'll put $50 on Chris Christie and $25 on Marco Rubio and $25 on wine and song. Wine, women, and song. Yeah. Wait, what a. <laughs> wait, I, wait, I got to pass this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when i heard that he was driving i was like get out of here yeah because brett brett went to a game with him said he was terrified going through the tunnels <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine going to a baseball game with crowd hammer 
No. He's probably up there now. The infield fly rule applies if that guy down. <laughs> yeah, eating a hot dog would be tough, bro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask John McCain. I'm sorry. So, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wherever you are. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. Um, this afternoon, look for some more firings, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what comes from it. Um, wow. Just, I did. When you say Don, Don Lemon, I was like, what? But that, that one was overdue. Yeah, that was overdue. And the crazy thing, they've been talking about it for so long. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's here's what I'm gonna tell you. If you want to grab your tinfoil hat conspiracy theory <laughs> today, okay. You know Fox News, the White House, CNN, you you know they're all part of the establishment, and you know that those guys <laughs> like coordinate this stuff. So today, what you got to watch, all the headlines are Elon with his blue checks, Tucker, Don Lamont, Susan mm -hmm. Rice. That's all the headlines. Pay mean? attention to section B and C in the newspaper, because mm -hmm. that's where the real news will be. And yeah. that's what we'll be talking about this week. Because, you know, some crazy. Now, if you might not believe that all those people work together, but Fox News is establishment, CNN is establishment, the White yeah. House is establishment. And, yeah. and that's why today, like this afternoon, I've got, got me and, and some of the folks I work with, like, let's look for what the real news is now. Because they're sneaking yeah. stuff through that yeah. nobody's paying attention to when everybody's ranting about Tucker Carlson. And yeah. understand this. Twitter is an intelligence operation. Elon right. Musk is just in charge, he thinks. Right. Right. He think, what, he, you know, he went on Tucker. He had Elon come on there. He went on there and said, like, I didn't know that um, it was fully integrated or um, that, that the government had fully infiltrated Twitter. Everybody, well, not everybody, many people on social media, wow, he said it. I can't believe he said it. Guess what? Most of us knew it anyway, but guess what? Did they give up the power, though? The government don't right. give up power on nothing. They don't give up their power. Uh, look at welfare. Look at Social Security. Look at um, all these entitlement. Um, look at the um, Appalachian Electrical Rural, Rural Electrification Project. <laughs> that's still out there. Look at the at the at the Johnstown flood insurance that's still out there. Yeah. No program ever ends. Nope. And paying um, what did Rand Paul say? Paying uh, uh, five million dollars to to um, to watch drunk mice. Um, they don't give up power. And if they were, if they had Twitter, if they, if it was fully, um, if fully, um, infiltrated, dude, that's just another arm of the government. That now that that yep, and that is you might they call that um a um a State Department uh, mm -hmm. office now, and they do it undercover. Because what they do is the intelligence agencies, the CIA and the FBI and NSA, they're people, and I'm sure it's sanctioned. They retire or they quit and they go work for Twitter and Facebook and Google and YouTube. Mm -hmm. Big they're tech filled, is filled with them. 
Well, that's what you got to realize. Like everybody understands the concept that you serve in the military, you approve the military budgets, you go work for the military contractors. Like everybody kind of gets that conceptually. Big tech has become the same thing. It's the same pipeline. You work in the government, you work in these agencies, and then you go get your real money working for Twitter or Facebook or, you know, any one of these places. And I'll tell you something else about the government and the, and the intelligence agencies, the CIA and all that stuff. You think that they're smart enough to come up with all this stuff? No. no. Right. Corporations do that for them. Right. Yeah. Um, my, um, Justin Hart on Twitter said, my sources are telling me Tucker is all set to go live tonight. He probably had plans to um, talk about the lawsuit and clear his name. Producers were prepping guests in slots ahead of Monday's show. Corporate nixed the idea and Tucker up and quit. Um, I believe that. Yeah. I think it probably had something to do with the tapes that he didn't get to play, too. Think about that, too, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's talking about these tapes. You got five and minutes then, of tape, and that's it. And the tapes now just went after, after, uh, um, old, um, What's his name? McCarthy oh, yeah. gave the tapes to everybody else after they were bitching about it and crying about it and, and snot and moaning and uh, standing on the head and spitting fire about it. They finally got the tapes. And nobody said no. Story gone. We got the tapes. Here's what I'll be curious about with the Tucker thing. Tucker has a big following, and we're going to find out if Tucker's a real deal or not pretty quick here. I have believed that Tucker was like, the reason he didn't do more tapes was the bosses at Fox News told him he didn't. I might be wrong. Maybe Tucker's part of the establishment. But depending on what his, I mean, seriously, Tucker Carlson starts a YouTube and Rumble channel tomorrow, says I'm going live for an hour or two on Monday through Friday night. I already got this. He's got plenty of money to hire staff. He's got a studio. How many, like, I mean, Stephen Crowder, when he did that, he got millions of views. How many views does Tucker Carlson get? Like, Tucker Carlson Unleashed? Are you kidding me? Like, Here's the thing. I think, because YouTube shut him down. I think right. I think if he's going to do anything, it's going to be on Daily Caller. I think the Daily Caller. I don't know probably, if he still runs that or not. You know, the Daily Caller. I looks heard like he a, does. I heard looks he like does. A team, it looks like a Team DeSantis headquarters to me. Really? Every single day there's something. Yeah. I'm just saying on a lot of these platforms. Does he? Yeah, already still has his paws in it. Maybe he's Team DeSantis. I'm just saying a lot of these platforms, you you could totally launch something. You know what I mean? Pretty quickly to at least get yourself up and running. Yeah. I mean, on it. Well, if he's not in charge of Daily Caller, they'll welcome him back really fast because I mean, they got to go on his own. You got to do just like you said, do a show on Rumble. Everybody watches yeah, Rumble. You could do Rumble. How much yeah. would Rumble want to nail the exclusive Tucker Carlson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Or he could totally take over one of those other fledgling networks like OAN or. Can you imagine him on Newsmax? Or Newsmax. Yeah, he could, he could own it. But see, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if uh, Newsmax and OAN is already reaching out to Dan Bongino, uh, and I'm because you're not going to pay Dan Bongino and Tucker. Well, Newsmax, so, they were sniping. What was that guy's name that came from Fox? He lost his son, Eric Bowling. 
Yeah. He was sniping all over Tucker Carlson. Yeah. See, I think the difference with Bongino, he's more of a more of an entrepreneur. Like he started companies and he's done different things. I think Bongino will probably end up doing his own thing. Uh, but Tucker's always been an employee. So I think Tucker, I could see folding into something else. Like somebody like Rumble makes it easy for him. Hey, here you go. He was, in charge, of, he was in charge of Daily Caller, though. He wasn't an employee he was, there. He was in charge of his own show, too. He produced that himself. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. I, I can't really compare Tucker Carlson to Dan Bongino. Tucker Carlson is a like a half a historian. Dan Bongino's a cop, right? I mean, nothing against that, but that's what oh, he Tucker's is. transcendent too. If you look at his audience, I mean, he gets three million people a night watching his show. Like, you know what? I get a question about that too. Thanks, thanks for saying that because in that slot. O'Reilly was getting millions too. It's a good slot. So do you think three million would go away uh, with Tucker somewhere else? Or would millions still watch that slot? Because millions watched that slot with O'Reilly and when and when O'Reilly left, everybody's okay. I, I was, and, and and Tucker just jumped right in there. No, Greta, uh what was her name? Predecessor? No, the, the the other one. Uh, oh, the blonde-haired woman had that had that position. Megan Kelly. She had nine o'clock. Did she have nine? She had nine. Okay. She she was behind um, Sean. Here's what's interesting: is you never know. So to use an, a a real world example, like there's a Stephen Crowder Daily Wire thing a while ago, right? And that was a whole thing, and. And then uh, Steven Crowder went and launched his own show and his viewership numbers are there. He was a real deal. Like he has, I mean, look at his viewership numbers. They're off the charts. We're going to find out about Tucker. I think I wouldn't be surprised if Tucker dropped a show tonight on Rumble and YouTube that it wasn't the most watched show on both platforms. He'd be smart to do that. Yep. Don't wait too long. Don't, don't, don't be Chris Christie. Yeah. Yeah, don't wait too long. Yeah, or <laughs> don't be um, um, Ron DeSantis. Don't wait too yeah. long. Or Fred Thompson. Yeah. Or Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, that's what happens when you wait too long. You miss the boat. That's right. You miss the boat. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have to go. Uh, Jay, give me some last thoughts. Uh, well, hey guys. First, thanks everybody for tuning in. We always talk about like, comment, share. It's how we beat the algorithm. We really appreciate you taking time. It's an easy way for you to support the show. Uh, we got a lot of other sponsors. Go visit MyPillow.com. Bed Bath & Beyond's going out of business. Huh, funny, they cancel Mike Lindell, and then uh, they go out of business. Um, there was a ton of news this weekend, and and like I mentioned earlier, uh, where my afternoon will be is digging into what are, what are they trying to get past the goalie, if that makes sense. Because every time... Big news like this, it's all this distraction stuff comes out. You know they're trying to sneak things past the goalie. So so that'll be my afternoon evening. And uh, and last thing for me is Joe Biden's going to announce his reelection. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, I want to see his platform. I want to, like, it, it, it's, it's going to be beyond comical. So, and Wayne Hutch, thanks as always. It was great to be on here. Well, thank Bye, you. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, it is going to be interesting to watch. Things are... Things are changing, unraveling right in front of our eyes. Uh, 
I don't know how it's going to end, but I'm glad we get to watch it live. Right. Uh, I'm telling you, man, things are going. Things are going. Stay, uh, stay focused. And, and, and I'll just say something that we usually save for the, the weekend, the end of the week. Um, I stayed away from the news the last couple of days, man. And it was, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch the baseball game. I did what I did. I listened to it on the radio. Nice. You know, and it's just something it was, I, I got up this morning and I'm like, damn, I don't know what's going on. And I had a, you know, I, I was fresh this morning and it felt so good. I was fresh. Uh, yeah. You know, you got to get away from this every now and then it, it'll poison you if you don't, but in the meantime, we'll do what we can. Thanks for thanks for watching. You know what? I'm glad because I didn't really watch news news this weekend, but I did watch. Um, I watched some. I didn't even watch documentaries. I watched uh, this. I watched this. Um, I watched a couple of series. I watched a couple of series. Watched me some basketball games, and um, I opened up my window, and the air that was coming through. It reminded me so much of when I was young, that air, when it was coming through. And right before you had air conditioning? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, 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 definitely. I know but at night when that air was coming through, that really reminded me of when I used to, I because my bed used to be up against the window. And when I turned the light off to go to bed, I used to look out at, you know, at outside and, Watch all the kids and stuff before before I went to sleep. But I used to look up at the sky and see all the stars and stuff. And when I smelled that air, I was like, man, that that smells like the air that I grew up with. You know, that I used to look out and look up at the stars and used to pray and used to do all that stuff when I was a kid. Uh, I used to put my blanket over my head and I'd take my spaceship to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to um, lay on my back. And look up and watch the the darkness dim uh, get like that. And then I was like, uh, when do you stop hearing things when you're trying to fall asleep? Because there's a certain thing that you might be watching TV and now all of a sudden you're gone. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, there's and you never get to that point where you know where that switch is, but you know, it, it, it was crazy. It was, it, it was so like, before getting, we it's go, like, can I, it's like, it's like getting surgery. You wake up in the recovery room. Yep. Yep. I was going to say, when you guys were talking TV, I, I had to share one quick story. It's going to involve a history thing. Hey Hutch, what year did president Zelensky get elected? Do you remember? 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So a show my wife has me watching with her is Madam secretary. So it's got Tay Leone in it. And if you look back as it as a CII operation where they're trying to frame Hillary to be like the next president, they have like like she is this super powered uh, uh, U.S. Secretary of State and they're trying to get her ready to be the president. So in season two, which is 2015, there was a Ukrainian terrorist who killed the Russian president. Can anybody guess what? the name of the Russian terrorist was or the Ukrainian terrorist Zelensky Zelensky 
what are the odds? <laughs> you seriously can't make it up. When I saw it, I, they, they named the guy, and I look at my wife like, if this isn't some CIA guy-up, I have no idea. And and I had to look like, okay, we're watching 2015 season. What year was Zelensky elected? 2019. Yeah, he wasn't even a thing. So why do they name the Ukrainian hero who assassinates the Russian president, Zelensky? That's funny. That's funny. Zelensky. Ladies and gentlemen, you uh, we'll see you tomorrow, 12 o'clock. God bless. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.